I'm Zack Snyder. And I'm Aiden Matthews. And welcome back to another YouTube podcast. The one-stop shop for anything and everything related to YouTube. The show where I was right. You were? Yeah, I was right. How? The uh, new format. I said we were finally going to get some shorter episodes. and uh, This is true. Yeah. 64 was an hour and 18 minutes or so. The episode we just recorded was 55 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, like we could hit the we could hit the triple, the triple today. You know, we're doing good. We're doing good. We've def- we've had like a few 30 minute episodes um starting in like episode 49, which is mm-hmm. dope. So, you know, more of those we can bang out, the happier I'll be, honestly. Watch me say this and then someone goes down the time code and it's like 3 hours and 48 minutes. <laughs> I'm hype. I'm hype. <laughs> I hope not. I, I will really never, don't want to say. I can't be made a full Zachary. I, I can't be made a fool of today. No. All right, my my pride is on the line. I I get it. I get it. And I I feel like you oh, know shit. the more shorter episodes. What's wrong? What was it? Oh, <laughs> my mom's credit cards in my pocket. <laughs> I was feeling around in there, and I'm like, what is this? Yeah? Is, is that like cardboard or something? What is in there? And I'm digging around in my pants, and I find that that like that credit <laughs> card, and I'm like, oh yeah, I was supposed to go into Dollar General to buy some things, and then didn't use no. it, and I've just had it in my. I've slept with this card now. Are yeah. you sure it's your your mom's credit card? It is. Can you provide photographic evidence that yeah, it's me, your mom's credit card? Let me give you the card? number so you can verify. Um, yeah, 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 for sure. The quirky three numbers. Don't forget the, the quirky ones on the back. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> it just really was concerning for like two seconds. I'm like, what is that? If, do I, what is in these pants? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. This man was touching himself. And was I, like, it oh, felt weird. Like, what's in my pocket? Like, you know, I didn't know. I feel you. I was just going to say the more, the more shorter episodes we can crank out, the, uh, the more time I have to uh, idly sit by and do nothing. So, okay. you know, yeah. No, <laughs> welcome back to another YouTube podcast. Uh, today, we're going to be talking all about content creation in 2021. Uh, I thought we were talking about Attack on Titan Season 4 spoilers. So. Bro, please, stop! I heard in the new one, right? Like, pretty big development, honestly. Yeah, yeah, what happens? What happens? I actually do know, but I don't want to say. <laughs> oh, okay, I, feel I bad don't, don't for, actually for... do that. For, for I thought you were gonna have like a it. joke of like big monkey character wobble around. I'm like, yeah, they do, bro. Yeah. One of the times is like a car, so you know, can't get weirder um, than that. Well, you know, you know, <laughs> that is a spoiler. Actually, I'm not. I'm not joking. There's just like a car now. <laughs> you just go. Well, over you said. Around. You said. You said something about a Titan car, and I'm thinking. Um, the the titular villain from Avengers Infinity War, Thanos, is a Titan. That is his race. That's his right. species. Mm-hmm. So uh, a Titan car would be the popular 2018 meme, Thanos car. I remember. We opened up a podcast with that. So, yeah. We also yeah. opened up a podcast with surgery on a grape one time. So, you know, we've really we've was, had some good ones and peak. bad ones. That was the P. Anyways, we're going to be talking about content creation. 2021. Strategies. strategies, Platforms. All that good stuff. And why everything you're doing is wrong. All of it. I know. It's all wrong. That's why you're here. 
here to get the right information for once. Yeah, but I think you have something to say before we do that. Oh. Oh, right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. I got you, I got you. Perhaps. His messages. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh well, yeah. Man. Our our sponsor today is mm. Awesome Creator Academy with the YouTube Starter Kit, period. If you're getting started on YouTube and you have a little bit of money to throw around, comma, why not check out the YouTube Starter Kit, period. For $99, comma, you get over $1,500 of value and dozens of downloads from templates for advanced YouTube thumbnails, comma, channel artwork, mm-hmm. comma, end cards and lower thirds, comma, to royalty-free Ooh. background music, <clears throat> comma, fonts, comma, and more, period. Pay one price and have unlimited access to future downloads as they come out, period. Check out the link in the description of the show notes, and in doing so, comma, you'll be supporting another YouTube podcast, period. But of course, (laughs) comma, (laughs) if you don't have $100, you still want to support this podcast, comma, you can become a supporter on Anchor, period. (laughs) That's the sentence, on Anchor. You can become a supporter on Anchor Period. at anchor.fm slash another dash YouTube podcast. You can decide to support us financially at a dollar, five dollars, or ten dollars a month, and we'll read your name on the podcast. Period. While we plan to do this podcast for a really long time, the more financial support we have, the easier it will be for us to maintain a consistent schedule. And I'm glad I remembered. I was really worried there for a second. I would have forgot. Yeah. About that yeah i think um the the more i think about the way we structure these episodes in mm-hmm. we will either succeed in the long run because yeah. we have these 10 minute introductions that mean absolutely nothing and they're kind of funny to listen to or the more likely possibility uh, we will fail and nobody <laughs> will listen to us yeah because it takes us 10 minutes to get into anything I like how even you know, in these 10-minute chunks, we always have a psychological theory about what the listener is thinking of these 10-minute chunks in the 10-minute yeah. chunks themselves. So, you know, it's part of the, it's part of the strategy, it. part of our content strategy in 2021. All I'm saying is Roberto getting some value, you know. Man's, I agree. Man's part of the best part of the podcast, IMO. So, very, very lucky guy, I'm sure. Yeah. Thanks to uh, the good old boys at Awesome Creator Academy for sponsoring, as usual. And thanks to everybody who listens to the podcast. We appreciate you. You're very special. Hit that stuff up. (laughs) You are very, you are very special indeed. What y'all don't know. Anyways. (laughs) So it's a new year. Mm -hmm. It's a new me, perhaps. Uh, and, and a lot of people are wondering, like, is it too late to do YouTube? Is it too late to stream on Twitch? Is it still worth using Twitter? No. Uh, these are questions that people ask. And, you know, we thought we'd take the time like we do every year and talk about the overall good practices, strategies for content creation in this new year on these different platforms. Pretty much. If you've heard similar episodes this before, we kind of just talk about like what's new, what's old, what's changed, what the mindset should be, and uh, how to best spot 
new and upcoming opportunities and stuff. But I want to talk first, like in general, <laughs> for 2021, we always do a little bit of a thing where we're like, what's the next big thing, right? So like one year we, we named it right. for live streams. Uh, the year before we did it for like TikTok and short form content. What do you think the, the 2021, like in your eyes, the next up and coming or future form of content that everybody's going to be on is going to be? I think uh, we, we've kind of talked about it a little bit over the last last couple of years. Honestly, when we started the podcast, but I, I, I have a feeling that like this year podcasts themselves, audio is, is going to take off bigger than it has been. You're bringing it back. I think this is our first uh, repeat contender too, because that was the very first year yeah. I think we, we set podcasts. But no, back at it again, you think. Why is that? Yeah. Uh, a, a couple of reasons. Um, you know, we use Anchor to host our, our podcasts, and Anchor was bought out by Spotify sometime around the end of 2019, beginning of 2020. Um, and they have been making improvements to Anchor and to the podcast stuff on uh, on Spotify itself. Um, Apple has been trying to do more stuff with their podcasts on their it's not really iTunes anymore, but you know, their iTunes platform, right. uh, Google has their own podcast stuff. People are still been doing podcasts on YouTube. Um, I, I think the biggest thing is not that long ago. One of the biggest, or honestly the biggest podcast on the internet, the Joe Rogan experience was bought out by Spotify. Yeah. So now these videos, even the video, podcast episodes exclusively are on Spotify. You can't find them on YouTube anymore. Joe Rogan. It was like a big deal too. Like a, it, yeah, we probably should have talked about it on the podcast, but a lot of stuff happened last year. Like who cares about Joe Rogan? I don't be right? listening to no damn Joe Rogan. Like, you know. I listened to him a little bit at one point. Um, but yeah, he, he just puts up his clips on his main channel now. And used to be there would be a clip channel, but um, and then he'd have his main podcast on the, the main channel. But since hundred million, I believe, roughly is the is what they're saying the deal was. Yeah, hundred million dollars <laughs> to do a podcast. Yeah, like it's insane. So I think with Spotify spending that much money on one podcast, that means that they have bigger plans mm-hmm. for for audio in general over the next few years. And it, I, I, I think it's like, if you don't have a podcast yet, should probably, should probably get on that shit. You know, I'm glad you said podcast. Cause the only thing I could think of was only fans. I feel like, you know, Oh, y'all. I mean, it still no, could be, no. you know, we can both be right. It doesn't have it, to it, be we it. could, we, we could be right. But no, I, I like the answer of podcasts. Podcasts, um, cool. to me, are always like a an underrated form of content, and they have been for a really long time now. Um, mm-hmm. It only feels like in recent memory, like it went that long ago, when like, oh, people are just, you know, listening to podcasts on YouTube. That's crazy. That was, that was a new yeah. thing for a little bit of time. Uh, and we've only seen that grow bigger and bigger with more celebrities, Stand-up comedians like Bill Burr have their own podcast. Philip DeFranco has their own podcast. Sports personalities, 
whoever like even if you're on tv like oh well you might as well also have a personal podcast as well because it doesn't take that much time away from anything and you can build a bit of a platform outside of it in case tv or something else doesn't work out um so i think combined with the fact that they are so easy to do with the emerging market and interest in it currently where it hasn't quite all been bought out and bought up yet uh, so it's kind of a, still a bit of a wild west sort of area um yeah now would be a really good time to have like a podcast or, or something audio related like a show mm-hmm. or uh colin or, or something to get your presence out there build up that skill set necessary to do something like a podcast because even if it doesn't succeed i think those skills are applicable anywhere i think what's what's really neat about it is you could literally, like I know some creators who they go live on Twitch or Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn or whatever. They go live once a week uh, to their audience and then they rip that audio and they upload it as a podcast. Yep. Or they rip that video from the live stream and they upload it on YouTube as a podcast. And then you can take that stream, that episode... And cut it up into small clips and post it on social media. You can get bigger clips for YouTube. Uh, it's it's just like if you do it right, like you can create a a content machine. If you're not super into the creative side of making content, like some people are. I know we we work really heavily on certain videos to craft them in a certain way to make them entertaining or whatever. Um, but like, if you're just into content because you're a businessman, you have, you know, some kind of skill or talent that you're trying to put out there, you're trying to get clients for something like, it's almost like the, the top thing you should be doing for content in general. And especially I think this upcoming year, I saw recently, uh, do you remember normal boots when they were back around, uh, first Mm -hmm. or the guy who was kind of leading that new charge where he was kind of like the debate moderator and uh, did a lot of the social media stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I know his name. Uh, what I know you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He does like a, a new channel about like lore and, uh, that stuff, which is criminally underrated. Uh, go yeah. check that out. Anyway, not the point. Agreed. He did a podcast with somebody recently and I checked out their channel and all the channel was, was clips. And I'm like, Oh, uh, well, how do I listen to the full podcast? And the thing that they get you with is at the end of every one of those clip videos, you're like, hey, um, <laughs> if you want to listen to the whole full podcast, if you like give me $5 on Patreon, you get access. Oh. And I'm like, oh. Wow. I see. It's pretty slick, though, because the best parts are always going to be on YouTube for free, and you can rewatch those over and over again. But if you want the full conversation, which he gets a guess that's important enough, he will um, mm-hmm. get people yeah, to do that. Sure. Like, I'd never seen a, a monetization strategy like that before. So I, I'll find the name of the YouTube channel. But I just thought that was wildly interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. It, it's crazy. But like the monetary gain you can get from podcasts is is insane. Um, there's, there's kind of the aspect like going through anchor, we can put advertisements at the beginning or in the middle of our episodes. And so we get a little bit of ad money from it. So that's cool. Uh, but like, if you do the thing where you're like, you're live streaming it, you can get like donations and 
you know, like Twitch sponsors, Twitch subscriptions and that kind of stuff while you're streaming. And then if you go and take those clips and put it on YouTube, you can get the YouTube ad revenue and the YouTube sponsorships and subscriptions and stuff. Um, and then if you take the audio and you put it on the different, you know, you have it hosted everywhere, then you can get, um, you can get like sponsorships. Like we have an awesome creator Academy as an affiliate sponsorship. Um, the bigger you are, people will just like pay you to mention their brand on the podcast. Um, and then you can do that thing where like you hide certain episodes behind a paywall or full episodes or whatever. There's a, um, there's a group of guys that run, uh, a podcast company, I guess at this point called duck feed TV. I think I've talked to you about it before. I've heard of them before, yeah. Um, I got into them like 2015 because they did a Dark Souls related podcast. Uh, but they have like 20 different podcasts under their belt. And it's like mainly just two guys. They yeah. just have 20 different podcasts. And within their Patreon, they just take certain episodes from certain shows that they know are going to be like either super niche or super requested and they make it behind a paywall and you get like a good 45 minutes of the episode for free. And if you want to go get it, you just like pay $5 and you can get the whole thing. Um, I found the channel by the way. Makes sense. It's called Pat oh, yeah. Nat. Oh, okay. Yeah. I hadn't heard of this. Apparently he had been around the block before cause this channel is super small, but the type of people he's getting to interview clearly have been around the block for a long time. So I don't know if he has as well, or if he's just like making business moves or some shit, but like, Yeah. You have all the clips there, and then the Patreon is where you get the the, the actual full episodes. Yeah, this is interesting. This is very, very interesting. I um, this is a very small channel, so I don't know how they're doing in terms of uh, listener base on on other platforms and stuff. I'd be concerned taking your your entire episodes and putting behind a, pay- a paywall very yeah. early on. But if it's like a side thing or you already have like a dedicated audience it's not a terrible idea the clips um, at least for the most part will keep though. the channel running anyway i think exactly because that's yeah. that's the thing i want to mention a lot of the time is like oh but like who's gonna actually sit and listen to the whole three-hour podcast most people won't you know yeah, yeah but like true. that's not a detriment <laughs> if you can get people to listen for like any period of time like a listen's a listen, a view's a view. If you get thirty minutes or two minutes, like that's that's still good because you're getting your voice out there, you're getting people to hear your stuff, and you would like them to stick around for sure. But like, you know, podcasts are a lot of work to listen to from a viewer perspective, and it's always been a thing where most normal people just like listen, pause, and then come back days later to finish it, right? And that's yeah, that's fine, you know. But like all that to say. If you're just going to do the podcast, kind of get an idea of how you're going to distribute it, find ways to cut it up like Zach said into clips and really be smart about how you plan to make money from it. Because like, like a lot of things, just simply recording for two hours and putting it up somewhere is not going to be a path to success. You kind of have to think a little bit more about it. Like all things, like all forms of content creation. What a surprise. Mm. I completely agree. Uh, it's, you know, we're, we're in our like third, is, is this our third or fourth year doing this podcast? It feels it like eight years. Feels ago. much longer. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it, one of the, one of the common things we did early on in this podcast is talk about like your first year doing YouTube, your first year doing Twitch or podcasts or whatever. 
And I think it's important to to say like, if you do not have your feet wet with content and you want to try doing a podcast, like that's the first thing you want to try doing. Like just, just try it, record yourself talking for like 30 minutes to an hour, have a topic ready, have an idea, and then go to anchor, make an account, upload it, try to do it again the next week. That, that would be my, my recommendation. If you've been doing content for a while, if you've already got a podcast or whatever, then these other ideas that we've talked about, cutting it up into clips, making it a live show, posting it on YouTube, social media, all that kind of stuff. I think all those things will help you if you're trying to get to that next, that next level. We're at three years and several months. The first episode came out August 13th, 2017. Cool. Okay. There you go. Cool. That's pretty epic, bro. <laughs> I thought so. But uh, yeah, podcasts, the big thing. For 2021, you heard it here first. Zach has looked into his <laughs> predicting ball once again, and uh, like Ooh. always, is right. So, absolutely. If you don't take the advice, I guess you'll just, you know, never make it in life. But you know, you can't all help that. You can't all help that. Yeah, sometimes. it is what it is. <laughs> what um, you know, I like that being the first, the first topic of discussion. What do you think is the next important thing in terms of content? in the new year or going forward. What do you think? What do you think's next on the totem pole? Um, honestly, more drama. You know, I really wanted this mm-hmm. year, blue catch productions to be more about beef. You know, I really want to start. <laughs> yeah. I realized that. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I, I make a lot of videos that are, that are positive and it's like, Oh, Aiden likes the game. Boo hoo. Like who cares? I complain about dark souls once. I get like all yeah. these comments and love and attribution. I'm like, wow, okay, maybe, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe I just need to start shitting on things some more. So I'm thinking, you know, for my own benefit, really like putting other people down. I feel like it's like, <laughs> a big step in my evolution as a content creator. So yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, looking forward to it. Cool. Cool. <laughs> I'm hype. I'm hype for uh the uh. Red Couch Productions, yeah. where the where the seat is always high. Yeah, you know, throwing it all was the blue, beef. but all the blood awesome. and, the, and the tea got spilt <laughs> on it, and it turned from blue to red. You know, it was just so angry. Yeah, a lot of the time. Uh, yeah. In all honesty, <laughs> now that I've got the meme answer out of the way, um, oh, that was that was a meme. That was a meme. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so what we'll, we'll, what's the real one? Unfortunately. Make a drama channel and okay. Anyways, write that down. Write that down. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) (laughs) it's a it's it's hard because in a lot of years I would be able to really like point towards something, um, and be like this. This is new. This is exciting. This is what I'm looking forward to. 2021 just kind of one of those years that I've gone into and I'm like. It's all the same old shit. Like, I, you know, like, what do you... <laughs> yeah. Like, like, seriously, like, uh, the fundamentals we talked about in 2017, you can listen to that podcast, come back to this one, and be like, wow, a lot of that same stuff still applies, you know? Yeah, um, I agree. It's always going to be about those, like, foundational pieces. In terms of, like, anything I'm seeing new that like could be exciting or, or interesting. Like uh, again, my mind, my mind's always on streaming right now. That's, that's where, that's mm. where my, that's where my brain is at when I'm not making videos and 
I'm, I'm wondering what new things can be done. It, it usually has to do with live streaming. Um, just because I have seen firsthand the community grow, but also the threshold to entry lower at such a drastic point that, uh, yeah, live streaming is just, is just what I'm all, what I'm all about. I think that's like, in terms of a, a path forward to success, um, at least if you have done it a while and you like live streaming to begin with, this is one of the easiest things you can do, period, I think. Um, if you enjoy it, if you really like it, you know, and that's, that's yeah. not the same for everybody, but that's more than YouTube, more than um, written forms of content, more than LinkedIn, more than a lot of different places, like... If I'm looking at the next new fresh horizon, it's it's not really on YouTube. It's 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 Twitch and live streaming and that sort of culture. Yeah, it's uh it's interesting because you know Twitch has gotten a lot of shit recently, mm-hmm. um, like the whole copyright shit. Um, you know, there's a lot of like you know people getting banned, people moving over to alternative streaming platforms, and then those streaming platforms getting shut down. Um, a lot of wacky stuff has happened with streaming over the last year and the last couple of years. So um, it, it is it is definitely hard for me to say like, yeah, go live stream like all the time and you'll make it. But with that said, I think that if you do streaming right, you take it a, take approach where you're like, you're scheduling it properly. You are taking those streams, turning them into VODs, editing them for YouTube. Um, if you're making it about the community, you, you know, it, it's not just for gamers anymore. Yeah. There are, there are hundreds of people that literally get on Twitch and they just talk for like a few hours. Yep. That's their stream. Yep. And people watch. Or cook or play music cook. or paint or draw or walk around your city with your phone. Pokemon Go streams are a thing. Like, there's a if there's a weird and wild niche of an idea that like you haven't seen on YouTube work before, chances are it's probably on Twitch. It's probably being done in the live streaming space right now. Yeah. Um, and I'm not gonna act like even remotely that it's something stable and that it's something you want to bet the whole farm on. Um, but it is the thing that like. You know, I, I think about probably the most creatively and uh, get excited about the most for new opportunities. Because it's hard to look at, at YouTube and, and what's going on and not just feel like, not negative, but apathetic is a good word. That's how I feel about mm-hmm. YouTube a lot of the time. I, I had a conversation with you where it felt like a lot of content I've been watching and shit like hasn't been interesting. I haven't seen like a new trend of or type of video that like has really captivated me in a very long time for Um, sure and that might just be me changing and and me liking different types of stuff but no i feel i feel i feel that excitement in live streaming a lot uh that's awesome more more than ever in the past couple years um again not to the point where i'd put it like above podcasts because i think you're right i think podcast is like the number one thing but like uh no, like even in the Gary V and business and entrepreneur community, they'll all tell you the same shit, like stream, you know, get your audience mm. involved. They won't, they might not tell you to do Twitch. They might tell you to do some like Facebook or LinkedIn shit or whatever, but like 
the the principle still applies yeah no definitely i think it's crazy um you know kind of mentioned the gaming community for a little bit there are way less big youtubers in the gaming space than i am seeing upload exclusively this video was recorded and edited for youtube videos yep um there are a lot of like bigger let's players and gamers on the platform that are just taking stream highlights and uploading them. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I know Northern Lion. He has been infamous for uploading like five videos a day uh, for like years, and he he recently a lot of the the games and content that he usually would record and and then upload um, every day. He started to do that stuff on stream more and then just take those, you know, those, those big clips and upload them as their own videos. And like, it works like it, it just, you get more time with your audience that way. Certain games work better for, for streaming anyways. Um, and like you said, when you look at other spaces like the entrepreneur space or the, the, the health and wellness food, drawing music, like there's, there's a lot of opportunities like another streams. another example too i was watching uh playframe which is like the extra credit people who went off to make like a let's play channel because shit happened obviously um mm-hmm. he was playing katamari and somebody asked the question of like how do you start a let's play channel you know very obvious stuff any list yeah. a lot of the uh the typical let's play advice of like get a schedule be consistent find a niche um and then one of the things he just straight up mentions is like you sure you don't want to stream instead, you know? Yeah. Like, um, I feel like now more than ever, it's 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 not 100% obvious for a lot of new content creators where it kind of was for me and you coming up of like, yeah, I want to grow up and play video games and do Let's Plays. Now I feel like for most kids and most people starting out, like streaming is either 50% the option or 100% the option. And Let's Plays are like their backup plan. You know, no, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know that that power dynamic wasn't always that way back in 2012 when Justin TV was the thing, and like <laughs> you could only yeah. reliably stream in 480p, 30 fps, and um, you know the equipment and, and shit went there, and capture card makers just weren't a thing, so you had to hook up your like VCR yeah. and shit, <laughs> like a dazzle. I tried streaming in 2013, and I literally could not do it. Like, I, my, my hardware would not allow it. My internet would not allow it. Yeah. I tried again in 2015, and again, my hardware would not allow it. So it is, it's way more optimized now, to where like just about anybody can do it, even from a console, which is insane. Parker was literally streaming uh-huh. from a PS5, and it looked just as good as his Roxio, if not better. You know. Yeah. Blurry in some spots because Spider-Man, right? That's a lot of bitrate. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Of swinging, but uh, no, still like a lot of the time now, if you're just an up-and-coming gaming creator, the, the 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 easiest path to success isn't just make gameplay videos anymore. It's like streaming and then cutting that into clips seems to be the more preferred option, um, which yeah. is cool to see. Because that wasn't the case for a lot of a lot of years, and that's still not to I say agree. that like there isn't a market for highly edited stuff. Like clearly, my man Alpha Rad, right? Like Donkey, you know, mm-hmm. taking a lot of recordings and uh, editing and, and refining the craft for comedy or, or informative pieces um, still work, and they still have a place for sure. But they feel more and more a minority. It's a different type of content. 
Yeah. And when you realize how many people are are invested in watching live streams, then it becomes more an option of something you can do. Yeah. Like uh like you getting me excited about live streams again right now talking about it. You know? <laughs> you know? It's just what I've seen, man. It's just but, it's uh, just you it. know. Get it. And not everybody enjoys doing it and it is a lot of work. Um, a lot of work. It takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of energy. But I but I think yeah. back to like if the option was record a whole series and upload them week to week and get no comments versus playing that game live <laughs> and find at least one person who joins your Twitch stream and chat. You know, like that's you're starting to build a community. You're starting to build a presence, a, a brand, yeah. uh, an identity. Right. You know, you're not having to hope that one of your uploads gets discovered somewhere and then figure out what to do from there. Like, uh, ask your comments, I guess, if they listen. You can just ask them right there in the stream. Be like, hey, what do you want to see me yeah. play next to this? Okay, cool. And then you do it. And then it's a, this is true. The, the immediate interaction allows you to make such easier decisions <laughs> where it just felt like a lot of the time, like whether it was a gaming channel or, or food or wellness or whatever, there's a lot of info you don't know, you know, and still don't know. Mm. Um, but you really get a different perspective when you go live with a core group of people who decided to tune into that live stream, who will give you that opinion you want. Um, so valuable <laughs> in an age where it feels like, you're just making content and putting it out into a void for no one to hear. Live streaming is going to get you somebody's opinion. May not be the one you want, but like, <laughs> yeah, clearly it's which for sure. you. Um, but no, yeah, that's, 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 it's way easier starting out. Yeah, I agree. And I'll, I'll, I'll take it back again. If you have been doing streaming for a while, or if you've been doing some kind of content for a while and you're ready to take the next step, like obviously create a consistent schedule, um, work on your, your quality of the streams, things like camera and audio and that kind of stuff is important. Um, and then, you know, breaking those streams into clips, putting them up on a YouTube channel, making social media memes, putting clips on TikTok, that kind of stuff can really help with your presence. But if you're just getting started today, if you're listening to this, you're like, man, I really want to try live streaming. Like, have a microphone and a abil- and, and some ability to stream a video game or stream whatever it is you want to you want to stream and just do it try it, it see if it's something you like because you never know there's a whole community of education who will help you go the rest of the way you know like you want to know more 100% probably better advice for for shit like that out there than this podcast that you can find way quicker so definitely definitely go get the help if you want it like you can take it as far as you want, or you can just occasionally stream sometimes and have that be a fun, like, breather. You know, both both methods work. I agree. If so... Go ahead. I was going to ask you a question. Yeah, go for it. If we're talking about things that are that are coming up, that are changing, that are new, that are exciting, I want to take the, the morbid the reverse angle of this. Mm. Is there something you can pronounce dead in the water? The we are here to bury today type of thing. It could be a video. It could be a genre. It could be a strategy. It could be a piece of advice that you think is wrong that we can finally bury 
underneath the ground. Like we've had enough time yeah. that the jury is out and we figured it out. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> My YouTube career. Thanks for watching. I'll catch you guys <laughs> next time. It's been real. I really didn't set you up for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, in all seriousness, um, I, I, I'd have to think a little bit more to come up with something specific. Okay. Um, but I think like... Posting on social media just to post on social media. Ooh, that's a good and, one. And, and acting like it's part of your your career. Acting like you have to be on social all the time. That's because, hey, you create content. Like, this is your life. I think that's something that we're going to be pushing away from. Yeah. In the long, in the long run. Because here's the thing. You can say you're doing it for work. And you can say you're doing it for this, that, and the other. Um, Cat. <laughs> but number one, like it's harmful for your own mental health. And you know, that's not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, way more surface level. Shit looks desperate. You know, yeah. that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's how you come across. That's how you come across. It's, it's easier and easier to tell, especially in the climate and the age that we're in. Uh, if you're, if you're capping, if you're on some bullshit, if you're not genuine in the way you think, Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not saying you're going to get canceled over it. They're going to be an outrage, but like the silent viewer would be like, oh, that's just kind of desperate. That's just kind of cool. And then not respond, not comment, not anything. They'll just move on. It'll just be it. Yeah. You know, you won't even know it happened. Um, But like, no, that's that's really important because I think thinking about how other people view your content is huge and and thinking about it from your own perspective right is might be even bigger so like i i I agree like posting just to post stuff is desperate for the audience and then harmful for yourself (laughs) yeah i i I just think of like social media in its entirety and how it's evolved um not only over the last like decade right like because it's it's changed so much but even in the last couple years i feel like it's changed even more Mm -hmm. um and in some ways the wild thing is some things haven't changed at all yeah twitter for instance right a lot of people use twitter and yet like how much progress quote-unquote progress have you made on twitter since you started on that platform very little yeah, exactly. Like some early adopters use Twitter constantly and they were able to find a lot of followers and that those followers turned into fans, which bought their products or consume their content. But like, I, I honestly, other than like a few opportunities that I had seen somebody post something and I had to go like message them or respond to them. I don't think I've ever posted something on Twitter and been like, Ooh, this thing right here did something important in my life. This Love the platforms. Right, right. Love the platform to a certain extent it has definitely been a, an important resource in my career. I would not be where I am if I wasn't using Twitter. However, like I do not use it every day anymore. I do not post on it multiple times a day anymore. And I think it's, I think it's like, I think more people 
are going to start realizing in general that like being on social media every minute of the day <laughs> is so harmful yeah. for literally everything, your mental health, your work ethic, your productivity, um, your sleep schedule, like all these things. Then help on the other end either. Yeah, and it doesn't help for for the uh, the numbers or the business side of things either. Yeah, I'm not saying there's not a way to do it smart, because there absolutely is. Some people schedule content for these platforms. Some people have very specific content that they put on very specific platforms, and that's smart. And there's ways to do Twitter right. There's ways to do Instagram right. There's ways to do TikTok right. Uh, but I think just posting as much as possible just because I need to post, I got to, it's my job. I think that's the wrong way to look at it. I agree. Same is true for YouTube, man. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. The, the idea that the quickest way to success is just to upload a lot. Um, then mean Jack anymore, you know, like maybe nah. at a time, if you were covering enough new things, pushing the ball forward just enough every video to like keep people invested sure but like the idea that you're gonna post a thousand videos back to back daily and expect to get any form of critical acclaim and success is is wrong growth maybe in learning for sure you learn a lot of shit by by doing one thing over and over again like i believe that 100 Mm percent um but there's not going to be a medal or a plaque at the end of that journey. The best case scenario is you realize what you like and don't like at the end of it. You learn a little bit more about your editing software. You get more comfortable with the idea of posting stuff. Those are the best case scenarios of posting a thousand videos back to back daily, nonstop. Um, yeah. Because 99% of it's filler and 99% of it will not be remembered. Like, you know, for sure. For sure. It's it's funny because like when we started this podcast, like I was on the opposite side of this this argument. Like I literally was like, upload as much as possible mm-hmm. because you get more at bats, right? You get more chances for people to see your content. What I've learned over the years, and what a lot of people have learned, is that like, it's not that you turn away viewers. It's that if especially if you're starting out. Or if you're early on and you don't have the resources to like hire editors to help you put out the content on a regular basis or to continuously up your game for each few videos or whatever, uh, you, you're just putting out a lot of mediocrity <laughs> or bad stuff. Like some of it might just be bad. Um, and so like, I don't recommend anybody to go daily anymore. Like yeah. it's not your, the, the only channels that should upload daily content is if they are doing something like a movie review where it's basically a podcast or an article in video form, or it's a a clip channel. And I mean that for both podcast clips and live stream clips. I also mean that for gaming channels. Those are clip channels for as far as I'm concerned. I would just say only do it if you're already successful at it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. If you've already like I agree. done that and you're like, well, I have 100K subs. Should I stop? Like, no. No, no. I keep doing that, obviously. No, you made it. But you are an exception. You're not the rule. Here, yeah. Here's what I'll say. And maybe this will be a better way of wording it. 
we've heard a lot in YouTube culture and YouTube help and YouTube advice that something is better than nothing. That by posting something, you are moving the ball forward and that posting nothing will not help you. And that's true. I'm going to add a little bit of a fun addendum <laughs> to the end of that sentence. Something is better than nothing. Good is better than something. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I agree. Good is better than something. Now, keep in mind, we are coming from, me and Aiden and I are coming from the, the aspects, the perspective of we've been doing YouTube for a while now. Yeah. We've kind of realized what our good looks like in terms of content. Not calling our content great by oh, any no, means. Please, we still got take that, that plenty, <laughs> got plenty of room to grow. But we've understood what our content looks like when it's good. Yeah. We've understood what it looks like when it's bad. Um, and so, like at this point, we know that we can make good content or at least decent content. And by doing that, instead of putting out a bad or a mediocre video that day, it's far it's far better for us. If you're just getting started then put out content, right? You got to get those, you got to get those reps in. Yeah. Try it out to figure out what your good looks like. But if you're like two and you're three and you're like confident and like you're still doing it and you're getting one view per video, then yeah, you know, maybe it's time to reconsider. Maybe it's time to like cut your losses and figure out what you can do now with the shit you've learned from the process. Exactly. You know? Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. So good is better uh, than something. You know? You put yeah, out something. I like that a lot. <laughs> and and for some people, that something might be amazing. But, like, you know, the odds are going to be better if you put out a video that's, like, actually good. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. That's, and that's not that we're saying that, like, we've solved the quality versus quantity debate. Um, the goal is actually the good videos, yes, but what if we did more of the good videos, right? So we're not saying, like, just don't stop uploading or, or never upload and take, like, eight months. God, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think the, the idea that has been preached, like Zach said, of you have to upload daily, you gotta upload every day, doesn't work for the majority of people on the platform. Unless you're strictly doing it for learning and, and like nothing else. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It, it's like, it's like this, like, uh, this like graph where you, you start off, you like make a lot of, a lot of content goes up and then like, you just start slowly going up at that point in terms of how many videos you're uploading because you're trying to work on that quality. You got to get a lot out in the beginning, that first year, that first couple years, your first like hundred videos or whatever to like really figure out what you're doing. And then once you figure out what you're doing, then it's like about making that quality better. And then you start trying to put more out and then you make the quality better again. And then you try to put more out. Like it's, it's a, it's a process that I think is, you know, going to continue happening and over and over again until you have the resources to again, like hire somebody to help you or whatever. Right. Get a team or, you know, quit every other responsibility you have that isn't taking care of yourself and your family and then spend a lot of your time on Working on the on videos, it. right? Yeah. Yeah. What else about YouTube do you think is, is important for this next year? It's, uh, you, you've talked about personally with me and a little bit on the podcast how 
you're finding it hard to find content to watch. Yeah. And I'm I'm wondering if that's just because we've been watching content on YouTube for so long. I'm sure it that plays we're a part, feeling that. For sure. Yeah. Um but but I also wonder if that just means like the current YouTube landscape is just not putting out as many bangers as we'd like. Um potentially, yeah. It's possible. I don't um, know. What do you what do you think is is important for this this new year it's tough to tackle because a lot of my my issues with that are from a consumer perspective like the type of shit i'm watching now is not satisfying my needs as a viewer um but i can't translate those complaints 100 percent to the context of this podcast where i'm trying to help people create and, and make things and not have to worry about what some schmuck like me thinks their video is good or <laughs> not good or not pushing the boundaries. Like it's, it's yeah. more, it, you know, so <laughs> I'll say for me that it feels like a lot of the content I've been watching recently, and maybe it has to do with my subs. Maybe it has to do with me watching a lot of content. It could be. I'm getting old. Yeah. I think, could I think be. that might be what it is. Could yeah. be. I'm a fucking, Old fogey, a fogey, yeah. So, that <laughs> that take them out back as well. Um, but I don't know it from from my perspective on the outside looking in. I've seen a lot of the same kinds of videos recently, of a couple of major key genres, genres that work, and genres mm. that I wouldn't dis- discourage anybody from trying. Right. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it right? ain't broke, don't fix it. it. It's it's tough. Okay, I'll say this. How about this? Since this is actual advice. Um, I would like to see, for the upcoming year, more than anything, for people to realize that as important as the topic or the genre or the whatever the thing that gets the viewer in is not as important as the personality and what the viewer is left with going out. Mm, I like that, yeah. That makes sense? No, I get that. I get Because I feel like so much of the focus is on what's the challenge? What's the thumbnail? What's the title? What's the movie I'm covering? How do I get people to click and watch my video? Without failing to realize... That in all that effort and all that work, they are not saying anything new to the conversation. And that's what pisses me off as a viewer. It's not the topic. Mm. It's not the thumbnail. It's really smart. And it got my monkey brain one to click the video. You did a good job. A lot of creators can do that part exceptionally well. And that used to not be the case. But now it's like, cool guys, we've mastered the technicals. We know how to get people to click. We know the SEO, the, the descriptions, all this. Can we spend a little bit more time in the personality? Can we spend a little bit more time in the writing? Can we spend a little bit more time of like, you have my attention. What are you doing with it? What are you doing with my attention? Right? I have paid the debt forward to watch your video. And that part was awesome. The second part and the more important part is leaving me with something to think about. Whether it's your personality, whether it's the information, whether it was a funny joke, whatever. I made that Sonic 3 30 for 30 in the hopes that out of any Sonic 3 and Knuckles video you watch, it won't quite be like Aiden's. 
part of that is because I show up in a fucking bathtub naked. So there's not, you know, that, <laughs> that kind of narrows it down a little bit. But also yeah. because I'm weird. I have different opinions. I think this about the game and other people might think that. My editing style is different. My music, my vibe, etc., etc. I'm thinking about the title and the thumbnail for sure and the SEO parts and that shit's important. But more than ever, like, I don't care how you found my video. I don't care if you clicked on it. I don't care if it's getting views. But for the 20 people that watch it, I want them to be satisfied by the end of the day. And I feel like most of the time we're, we're not really caring about the product so much as whether or not we got the eyeballs or the views in the first place. It's a, uh, it's, it's a, it's a new problem to have because, you know, marketing on YouTube was a thing that like very few people did. Yeah. Very few, few people understood that in order to grow on YouTube, you have to get clicks on the videos. In order to do that, you have to have the good thumbnails and the titles. You watch any YouTube help video, any video that says how to get 100 subscribers, how to get 1,000, how to get a million subscribers. The very first thing they're going to say is, you got to have a clickable title and thumbnail. Yep. Like all of them. Every single one of them. I've watched so many of them. And <laughs> yeah. that's that's the main thing. And it's like, yeah. It's yeah, true. This is right. This is true. And then you go down to an even baser level. you got to have a topic that's relevant or interesting or fills a niche, fills a spot that's not being covered. And there you go. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's been so many videos that I've been recommended or I've like, me and you watched Whiplash recently. Such a really great movie. I was looking for some Whiplash related videos earlier today. And I found a few that had like pretty good thumbnail, pretty good title. Started watching, got about 30 seconds in, a minute in, and I'm like, I don't like this dude's voice. I don't like the way he's talking. I don't like um, his personality as much. He's not bringing anything interesting to me in this first minute. I cut off. I'm like, I got better things to do with my time than watch a mediocre video essay about a movie. That I already know how I feel about it. Like, give me something more. Mm-hmm. Um, all that to say that I think what you're getting at here is that a lot of people feel like, a lot of YouTube is oversaturated. Yeah. And I think it is oversaturated in terms of mediocrity. <laughs> yeah, um, this is true. But if you go into your content thinking in terms of, I have a unique personality, I have a unique writing style, I have a unique editing style, I have something to bring to this topic that somebody else isn't bringing into it then that oversaturation doesn't matter at all because it's because we have an undersaturation in content that is that's good. really 100% worth our time. Yeah. And that is good. Yeah. I'll tell you someone who's really good at, at both of these things. Um, and someone who we've praised frequently in the past and will probably do so for the next couple of years. Uh, the King, the Goat, my man, Scott the Watts. I know. Talking about Scott. Again. Yeah. Here's a man. Um, who'll be really digging in the barrel for some topics. You know, if you really think about it, Mance has dug into the 1998 E3 barrel once or twice and just found a topic that has never been covered before and is interesting and is wild. And it's cool, 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 cool. Scott did the first part. He got me in. He got the title. He got the topic. He's covering things some other gaming YouTubers would never cover before. That's awesome. That's cool. Um... The funny thing is, nobody comes for that, <laughs> for Scott, you know? 
Like I, I, yeah. I don't, I don't doubt that some people look up topics like that and they just want to hear Scott's opinion about Mario Kart DS and then they dip. I don't doubt those people exist. I know way too many other people though who watch Scott who don't like video games. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. And why I'm is sure. that? Is because the man Scott D damn was above all else, above the video game opinions, the topics, what he adds, what he doesn't add, whatever. Nobody's making a video like Scott. He has a very distinct style of humor, a very distinct style of writing, a very distinct style of editing. And hey, he happens to be providing it at a rate no one else can compete with and nobody Mm -hmm. else can copy. Like, cool. But like, here's the thing. If Scott tomorrow uploaded a video called I Painted My Wall, let's watch it dry. (laughs) I'm clicking the video immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Is I'm like, Scott, yeah. ain't no way you about to make this entertaining. And it'll be like a 30-minute yeah. fucking skit about this damn paint. And it'll be like a monster, and it'll tie into some message about whatever. And I'm like, I sure did watch this video. Um, But, it, yeah. but it's because that, like, sure, while his SEO is good and his titles and stuff are very good, I really do commend the guy, uh, especially in his consistency and the fact that he's able to do it with college and a girlfriend and all these sort of things. Very commendable. 100%. Above all else, though, the people who do watch the video aren't leaving disappointed, aren't leaving like they haven't heard this before. They're leaving with something that only Scott the Wise can provide. And he does that really fucking well. Better than most people. Um, yeah. And so, like, I'm not saying drop the genres. I'm not saying drop the SEO. I'm not saying drop the thumbnails or whatever. But the part that a lot of YouTube advice channels miss out on is the the, the part that matters, and, and that's the content. They'll tell you how to make the thumbnail. They'll tell you the, the tech, the equipment, whatever. But then we'll, like, passingly be like, content is king. Like, one sentence, right? Yeah. It'd be really yeah. cool to see the YouTube advice community go more in-depth, not about the, 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 the technicals of how to make a video, but how to keep people staying by making good content and how to make good content, you know? Yeah. I mean, my favorite YouTubers, my favorite content creators, uh, they could switch genres tomorrow. I'd still watch them. Like you said, like, like Scott, the wise could become a movie reviewer tomorrow. And I'd be like, I'm still watching every video you put out, dude. Um, I, my favorite creators, I watch everything they put out no matter what. I don't even have to think about what the title or the thumbnail looks like or says because they already got me in. They got me hooked with their personality and their unique style of doing things. And I I think like the more you think of your own content that like all that foundational stuff is good. You got to worry about getting people hooked in because, you know, that's how you're going to get those new viewers. But you're not going to keep those new viewers unless you've got a you perspective you gotta be the content right like every single person listening to this episode you are a unique individual that got something interesting to say about something yep and it's just about finding a way of putting that into your content if i wanted a review of whiplash where somebody told me what happens in the movie i'll read the wikipedia what are mm-hmm. you adding to the discussion? What do you have to say about the film? You know? For sure. And that means, like, 
finding your own voice. That means not saying things that have been said a thousand times, right? Yeah. Either don't say them, make a different video, or, like, add something, you know? People it, talk it about goes... why, why Batman and Robin is bad, but here's one of the key attributes as to why it's bad, and we're going to go in depth on that. Cool. That's all I need. Not Batman and Robin is bad. <laughs> Batman and Robin is bad because of the cinematography. Batman and Robin is bad because of the costume design makes them look horny. Like, what, whatever whatever your <laughs> unique beef is. I want to hear your weird shit. I want to hear your, your criticisms. You know, I want to hear I want to hear what you thought of the movie. I don't want to hear what YMS thought of the movie through Phil's videos. You know, I'll go yeah. watch YMS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't need I Phil like to that. repeat what he said. <laughs> Thanks, Phil. <laughs> Very cool. It, it's like we were that. talking about. Yeah, yeah. It was like we were talking about social media earlier. Like you don't have to just post to post. Not every, <laughs> not every video idea is worth making a video on, yeah. you know, and, and you might not realize that until you've written the script and recorded it and put it in the editor and be like, wow, that's bad. <laughs> I sure didn't bring nothing of value to it. Well, then either scrap the video or what I like to do, uh, <laughs> figure out some other dumb fuck way to make it entertaining. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, my Christmas video recently, I, I talked about a rom-com on Netflix and I was like writing the script and I'm like, cool, I'm talking about the movie. I sure am talking about this damn movie. And then uh, finally I get the genius idea to bring in the, the plot point from our Halloween special where I have a multiverse sack come in yeah, yeah. and uh, get hit in the head with chicken nuggets, you know, very keno like, moment. Like, I can't do that for every video. No. And, like, not every video will be, you know, skit-based or comedic-based or whatever. But it's, like, then is the topic interesting enough? Is the topic unique, you know, unique enough to warrant the video? I feel like the easiest way to differentiate yourself is through humor. Um, but it's not the only yeah. way. Simply having Agreed. a unique criticism of the movie. Simply doing something different in your writing or scripting tackling the topic from another angle where it's not maybe holiday review but it's every actor in holiday ranked and then you talk about the movie through that subtext right like yeah you know or the history behind sonic one is just a review of sonic one but now you get the extra history stuff that maybe gerard isn't going to talk about in his video you know like cool right little bits of things to add to it you mentioned gerard the completionist like his entire channel is like unique because he talks about everything in the game he talks about completing a game and he does it every week and it works really well and it's like yeah i know what i'm coming to this content for and i'm gonna keep watching because even if i haven't played this particular game it's kind of interesting to hear like how it took him you know how long it took him to beat the entire game and what challenges he came across that's interesting. his experience with it right yeah yep i want to hear more experiences with media or cooking or tech or whatever it may be rather than i bought this iphone 11 today and its specs are this like bro cool how did found that the top debate thread and took everything from it like right i did 
it's not interesting to me if your last Jedi video is the last Jedi is bad. That might be the way you feel. That might honest to God be the way you feel about that movie. And that's totally cool. Um, you and 800 other people have already said the same thing. What are you yeah. adding to it? Last Jedi is bad because 100%. I get hard when, when Luke squeezed the cow titty. What? <laughs> what else? You know? And. Yeah. And. <laughs> yeah. Start thinking about it that way when you're writing a video. Last Jedi review and. Even if it's not in the title and the thumbnail, what's the and? What's the other? What's the what's the subtext? What's the bit? What's the humor? Why are you making the video? What are you saying? Why should I watch it? Because when you don't do that, I I get to a point where I where I start looking at thumbnails and I'm like, I don't even know who this guy is. I don't know this dude's channel. I don't know this dude's video, but I know by looking at it exactly what I'm gonna get. And I'll be get curious and I'll be like, oh, I'll give them a chance. I click on it. And what do you know? I spent 25 minutes and it was exactly what I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. and, that, and that shouldn't happen. If I've never seen your content before and I give a shot, maybe the only shot I'll ever give to your channel and your one chance to impress or say something is wasted on like, did you know the Switch is good? <gasps> wow. What? Wow. Hey, cool. Epic. Yeah. <laughs> Epic. Yeah. Cool. Right, like, it's a um, it's an upper level problem to have. Yeah, and I'm glad we're talking about it because it's 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 very interesting. It's where my brain's keep in at. mind, 100. percent Keep in mind that again, you still got to get people in the door in the first place. If you're making this interesting content, but you have a dog shit thumbnail and title, it don't matter. Then uh, you got to get that fixed. Mm. Because I want to check out your video, but I'm not gonna click on it if it don't look like it's gonna be interesting to begin with. So, and, and we're talking about this from our perspectives, our personal perspectives, but I'm sure like a lot of other people feel the exact same way. You know, there's a psychology to making thumbnails and titles and the having the content be good behind it, like across the board. So it's, it's, it's very, it's, it's not easy to do, but it's yeah. important. And I don't like believe that the channel I subscribe to has to be putting out banger videos like that every week. God, no. Like, yeah, 100% yeah, sure. accepting to the fact that, like, if you got to put one video out a week, one of the weeks is going to be The Mandalorian is a good show. You know? <laughs> and it's like, yeah. okay, fine. I'm talking about, like, two weeks down the road, I better not be getting The Mandalorian is a good show again. You know? Like, you yeah. said, you said the piece, you did the part, don't feed it to me again. <laughs> you know, like, you, you know, you did, you did it once. Don't make me sit through it again. You know? Cause I'll put <laughs> out videos sure. that are just kind of like boring and just kind of whatever. And just kind of fine. I get that. And I am a hundred percent patient with that fact. But if it's been Look. like two years and the type of content I really liked is like no longer there anymore. Um, I, I figured out recently that I'm not the loyal subscriber I thought I was. I've just dropped some motherfuckers after 10 plus years of watching people. And not because I hate them and not because I think they're bad people. They didn't do a pro Jared. Like, you know, like it could be a lot worse. Yeah. But it's a thing where it's like, it's been 10 years. I don't enjoy this anymore. And it doesn't help you if I'm just a dead subscriber and I'm not watching your stuff religiously anymore, enjoying it, you know? 
it's healthy for both. It's but, true. It's, yeah. it's true. I wish more it's like if they that. put out something interesting and it shows up in your recommendations, like you can still watch it. It's you just always like go back. It's not forever. Yeah, I get it. But I, I wish um, more people would do that because then it would mean I wouldn't get recommended the dumb shit like that frequently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's crazy that there are like highly edited content that I subscribe to that I have not watched. And yet I will watch a guy like Northern Lion do spark sparkle quizzes for 30 minutes yep. because I, I, I know what his personality is. I know what his humor is. I know it's going to be interesting or funny or worth my time. And so I watch it instead of watching the last Jedi hour long video, like, cool. All right. You're not going to see anything I hadn't already heard. Yeah. Yeah. I get it you to be more than a reddit comment right like Please. the standards for a tweet or a reddit <laughs> post are different to the ones that are like ratatouille's pixar's magnum opus two hour long video all right mister <laughs> i like ratatouille as much as the next guy but if you fuck this shit up <laughs> i'm not watching another video from you you're did you watch edge. that video i did i know what video you're talking about I was did. it worth your time it was good i like shay frillis a lot okay i clown on the cool. man for doing shit like that frequently and yeah you know hey if you're listening you can cut down on some stuff it don't have to be that long you know like, I, I would cut yeah, down for a sure. little bit I cut down for a little sure. bit but no it was a good video it was a good that's video. good yeah I, haven't I seen just it i just get more duds than successes sometimes <laughs> yeah yeah i get it um the batting average has been low recently i'll say i mentioned this to aiden i'll mention it to the podcast if you're a constant viewer of youtube videos and you're subscribed to a large number of creators or even creators that you only watch specific videos from you can go in your subscription feed and press the little three dots next to any video and there's a button that'll say hide from feed and you can just hide videos that you never want to watch and they'll just disappear from your subscription feed forever kind of a hack bro i i fucking love it i don't even use my watch later uh, playlist as much anymore because I can just go to my subscriptions feed. There'll always be new content that I might want to watch, and then like I can just get rid of anything I don't want to watch. It's it's great, and if I've seen it, I can hit the button too, and it's gone. Like I'm good. Yeah, I recommend that. What a magical time. <laughs> yeah, I want to see less YouTube content on my feed. Bruh, be feeling like that. Um, but hopefully that helped, right? Like, I hopefully hope so. that wasn't just me complaining for 30 minutes. Woe was me. Nothing good on my YouTube feed. Like, get a job. Cool. Very cool. Eh? <laughs> get like, a hobby. Get like, some bitches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Among Us, get some monks and bitches, bro. Where the drip at? Um, but hopefully I provided value in all my bitching and complaining to know that, like, as important as the rest of the YouTube advice that we give so often is... The number one thing is still the content above all, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, don't get it twisted. It's always going to be the most important part. More than the thumbnail, more than the title, more than the tags. We've gotten better at part one. Let's work on part two a little bit more. That's all. Yeah, I, I think it's important that like, you know, the more we do YouTube, the more we end up doing other things like Twitch streaming, like podcasts, like posting on socials, um, making memes on TikToks, whatever it may be. Uh, but it's like, it's important to realize that if like YouTube making YouTube content is still like your big goal, that's still something like if you want to make that million subscribers or you want to do that for a living, like making sure every single video has a purpose, it, it, it's, 
it's more important than you than you're realizing. It's got to be fun for you, man. Yeah. You know? I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's got to be fun for you, the creator, just as much as it is for people to watch. Yeah. yeah. It shows. Shit shows. Hundred percent. I've um definitely seen a lot of um popular creators or people who have hit that peak. You're like, cool, you've reached the peak, and uh, that level of like trying and drive and like fun that they had before is like clearly not there <laughs> as it's, much as it used to be. It's crazy how many like 2014, 2015 creators that I watched almost every single day that I I'm on sub to now. Yeah. It's um like I know there was a lot of early early YouTubers that I had heard of that I never watched and they they clearly made their peak, you know, in 2015 or whatever and they're you know still still kicking around or they've they've been able to up the ante and do something different and keep them keep around. But like it's 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 pretty surreal seeing certain creators that I watch all the time. It's just like, yeah, I don't I don't care, dude. And that's a thing too. Sad. And I'll say this as well. Um content creation is not a given thing even when you reach it. Um for as much work as it takes to build that YouTube channel, to build that Twitch stream, to be the TikToker of the century, <laughs> um, while that does take a lot of work and is clearly a huge part of the process, the part that's that's harder to think about is even when you're at your top and even when you're at your game, there's maybe like 1% of people who 10 years from when they started are still around and kicking. Like, you want to talk shelf life? Like, there are yeah. very few people that are that did this shit 10 years ago. Like, 2010 was not... 2011. Shit, I said 2010. 2011 was not that long ago, yeah. you know? 2011 was a point where a lot of things started happening, you know? Where, where equipment got better and we were go, get, going into a golden era of 2012. And like they're not there anymore. They're they're not there anymore. Or they are. They're like for two thirds a smaller audience. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very and, few people have stayed relevant that long. And even if you are successful, and even if you are at the top of your game, it still doesn't mean that you were guaranteed that the next day or the next year you're you're getting that same success. You can be gone in a heartbeat. Part of that is due to audiences and changing interests and things, and part of that's like platforms and bands and what's culturally acceptable. And oh, yeah. did you leave a thing up from four years ago that you didn't think people could find? Like you know, shit like that. Um, but even when you're doing well, even when you're at the peak of your game, even when you're at the top, it's still like even in the best of circumstances, maybe can only last a couple more years before you're just out of there, and then you're like, well, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. Very few people have that backup plan. Very few people have that next step. Very few people think about how to adapt and, and keep it going once they've reached that peak. And for as much as we talk about the journey and the process to getting to the top, mountain's cold up there, man. You can't <laughs> live there forever. Like, you know? It's a journey staying there too, right? That's that's the yeah. thing. It, um, it, it It's always going to take that same amount of dedication and work ethic and and pushing 
to keep going. I, I don't I don't think this I don't think this thing gets easier over time. Maybe you can find a way to make it, you know, have a better work life balance. And oh, please, yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe you can find a way to uh you know make better content on a on a scalable size, you know. But uh, it, it's not going to be like, you're not going to be able to do the same thing every day for, for 10 years and expect it to work the same as it did 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah it, it's, a, it's a process. It's, it's, it's a process. And that's why we talk about content creation in 2021 and not YouTube videos in 2021. Because, yeah. like we said at the beginning, like podcasts should do a Twitch streams, you should probably do them. Posting on social, doing it deliberately, and you know, you should do them. Um, TikTok, we didn't really talk about it, but like, I still think TikTok's big. I still think you should make TikTok videos. Um, yeah. You know, there's 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 a lot of different opportunities out there. You can't just stay in one lane and do that lane the entire time and expect it to to play out the same. Yeah, TikTok I still think is is valuable. Um, a lot of the other short form content like IGTV don't be hidden different quite as much. Yeah, people are using it, and pe- more people are using it now. Um, and you know, Instagram actually has what's called Reels, which is basically Instagram TikToks. Uh, you know, Twitter has Fleets, which is Instagram Stories on Twitter. What a horrible name! I hate it's that. awful. It's really bad. I, I love when I open up the app and nothing's up there. That's my crack. Uh, <laughs> love that. Uh, but but all that to say that all these different platforms are <laughs> slowly turning into uh, clones of, of each other. Uh, which, you know, is a, is a it's it's an easier way to do some of this this content creation thing. You're going to make a TikTok. You might as well post it on Instagram and Twitter and, you know whatever else um but it's like keep you know keep keep stock of what what's all out there and what you could feasibly do without burning yourself out uh and and keep at it here's something i'll say too um i don't know how you'll feel about this i guess we'll say (laughs) um we talk a lot about like branching out and being diverse and, and trying a lot of different platforms. And I still believe in that. Um, but it was something I saw recently, I guess, with uh, with Brutal Moose, probably one of my top creators of the year, just in terms of shit that I've watched. Yeah. Where he had uh, decided he was done with Twitter, which is, like, very commendable. Cool. Especially given the size he was at. He was just like, I couldn't work on shit anymore. It's like, you know, fair, you know? Yeah, I get that. Don't blame you. But rather than it being like a thing where he just lost uh, and, and didn't gain any of that back, he took that and then like made a little website that looks like straight out of the, the early 2000s, late 90s or whatever. Yeah, like told me about that. Text and, and tiny links or whatever. And then, and then what had happened was like that website's now a stream guide. It's a hub for, for music. There's like a comments section where it's just like, <laughs> oh, so this is what forums were like before they went to shit. Like, this is what actual people who, like, like a certain person and content who doesn't have to deal with YouTube and, and Twitch, that's what that communication would look like. Yeah. Um, And it got me thinking a lot of the time, too, that, like, 
yeah, I want to build an audience and I want to build a presence and have people and, and, and get people to watch my content. But I also think once I, once I reach that point, like he clearly has, I don't think there's anything wrong with like trying to be a little bit more independent with how your message gets out there and cutting things out like Twitter and other things that won't help. I agree. And just really focusing on that core community. Yeah. So like if it comes to a point where I, I have a I have an audience and I am happy with where I'm at numbers wise, like I probably wouldn't have a Twitter and I probably wouldn't have a whole lot of anything else other than like my streams, my YouTube and my Discord. And that's it. For sure. I feel like a lot of the time people are like, Well, I need to get a platform on here and a platform on here and a presence on here and all that and that and I you know, I believe that. I believe in trying and diversing and doing all that, but once you get to that point, I like the idea of not having to solely rely on a platform like that and using things that are more old school, whether it's a, a website or email or even something new like Discord, to take what you have gotten and enjoy that a little bit more. Um because trying to facilitate discussion on YouTube and Twitter and Twitch sometimes can be a miserable experience. I agree. I mean, I even think like, I even think some people could delete their Twitters and get away with it. Like, and be yep. okay. Even smaller people. Like, I think like, don't necessarily need it. Um, it, it again, it goes back to like, you know, posting for the sake of posting. Like, that's what a lot of people do. And it's, if I wasn't using Twitter for a purpose and that purpose being a lot of client work, like I would, I would stop using it probably altogether. Cause like, I don't post my content on there anymore. It's, yeah. it's its own content platform at that point. Right. Um, things like Instagram again, like if I wasn't using it potentially to get clients sometimes, like I would probably just get rid of it. Um, it's, it's, it's a thing where, there's especially if you already have the audience like yeah it's it's good to have audiences everywhere so that you know people have a way to get in touch with you but do they need to get in touch with you all the time like yeah like i, I yeah. think what was really cool about that whole thing was like this man essentially put up boundaries That's exactly what he did. yeah yeah he took away the freedom he took away the instant access he took away all of that what he built his career on and went Okay, well, now if you want to talk to me, you have to go through this old janky website. You have to leave a comment where I can moderate it and say whatever I want to. And then even then, you still might not get a response back because I have other comments on here. And I can just make my videos, post it, get guaranteed that people will like it and not have to interact with the shit that I don't like. Like, that's ballsy. That's a level yeah. of independence. That's a level of, like, actual boundary setting that's, like, good for your mental health. In the in, in the current decade, and it's working. And he had like dropped off the face of the You're earth. Right. Like, that's cool. He right. got rewarded for that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's probably like not the best business decision, but like oh, if no. you're already doing well, and you want to focus more on your mental health, which is a good thing. Man out a million. Like, like shit. You know, <laughs> it's not a bad idea. I agree. But when we talk about like maintaining, right? We talked yeah. a lot about like surviving, continuing to, to grow things like that. 
I'm not in that current stage where I can afford to do that, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, once, once, once I hit that growth or once I'm comfortable with that growth, I'm going to be thinking real long and hard about like, okay, now that my time is a premium, you know, now yeah. that my time is super valuable, what can and can I afford to, to give away and manage and delegate? Definitely. Man, if this whole YouTube thing wasn't on the internet, boy, I'd get so much done without the internet. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Here's the other thing, too. That didn't mean, like, I I just stopped socializing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It just means that, like, I can spend time with Zach and Jay and Parker in the Discord and and feel good about it. (laughs) Yeah. I have to be like, well, I could be doing... You know, like, that's the freedom I gain with that, you know? Could be making Twitter um, post number 17,328. Yeah, like... Yeah. Clearly, sure. I'm not, the again, the stage to do that. But it's just something I found really cool this year, where it's like, here's somebody who's, like, giving away a lot just so he can be able to mentally still do what he loves to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And not have an algorithm be like, you stop fucking posting, bro. Nobody's seen your shit for at least the next two years. Because that's the fear. Oh, you want to care about your mental health? You want to take time away? Hope you don't want to be relevant. (laughs) LOL. You stop posting again because you're depressed. Um, Guess we're not showing it to anybody for a while. Like, that's the fear. Yeah. That's a legit concern. And it happens. Legitimately. You're right. You're right. Yeah. But I'd be hearing shit like JonTron, I'd be hearing shit from other creators, and I'm like, you know, maybe we don't have to do that to ourselves <laughs> sometimes. No, and, and some of those are exceptions, right? Some of those aren't the, aren't the rule, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But it is, it, it is, you know, it's a case study that can be used to justify some of your actions if it means positively affecting you on a mental level possibly affecting positively affecting you on a physical level you know because it doesn't matter what you're doing online if if you're having a shitty like day to day yeah so So, all all i'm saying in that is like don't do 100 percent what you did but what does that look like for you that's all yeah what does that look like for you boundaries are good Especially if um, the grooming and the other accusations are to be believed. Maybe spending time in uh, communities like that. Maybe uh, <laughs> the mm. ways and then good results. So yeah, you know, there's that benefit as well. I'll, I'll say so. Yeah, we're in the Renaissance area of shitty people being canceled all the time, and it's 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 both positive and negative. Positive that they're getting uh, what they deserve, what they fucking deserve. Thanks, Joker. And um, <laughs> negative in that uh, I have to hear about it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And that it I'm still happens. For sure. Still happens. Yeah. Part of the year, part of the shit I uh, worry about sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I hate hearing that kind of stuff. Cool. Well, what's what's the big takeaway for content creation in 2021, then? It's all the same shit. Yep, <laughs> there it is. Congratulations. It's all the same shit. Yeah. Okay, like, 
don't want to be completely cop out here. Like, mm-hmm. let's just say hypothetically, there's just a viewer of the YouTube podcast. This is their first episode. Yeah, yeah, for you sure. You can't just leave them with the, it's all the same shit. What does that mean? What does what yeah. the same shit mean? Right? Like, what is, what is that? Yeah, go for it. Are you asking Basically, me? For YouTube, anyone? Yeah. I'll, I'll touch on YouTube. And you go touch for on it. Others. Like, consistency matters. Uploading matters. Putting out good content above all else matters. Having fun with what you're doing matters. Diversifying your content matters. I feel like if you really want to boil down the YouTube podcast and let, let's say this is your first episode where like the three things that we talk about the most, be consistent, upload great content, diversify when you can. Yeah. That's like the three things we, we preach so often. But that's YouTube. What are, what are some of the other things? I mean, on a, on a very general level, like figure out what it is that you love to do and do it consistently and make it better consistently. Like, right? Like it's, yeah. And, and when you figure that out, everything else will fall into place. And like, yeah, sure. That's kind of a cop out, I think, but it's, you know, that's what we mean when we say the same shit. Yeah. Good content. It's always going to be important. If you got specific questions about about like Twitch or or YouTube or, or podcasts, like there's, there's resources out there. We've talked about it on this podcast. You can go listen to those other episodes. But in terms of like this year and making content, like not a whole lot has changed in, in, in the grand scheme of things. And that's a good thing because so much of this is volatile. Yeah. <laughs> so many things are changing. So I'm seeing this as an absolute win. I think as we continue to do these type of episodes... It's going to be less and less about like the new people coming and wanting to start Mm -hmm. and more and more about like the maintaining of people who are already here with us. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's not to say like, if you're listening to this and you're just starting out, we gave you a lot of stuff in this episode, but like, you know, if you come back and we're on the, the 2024 content creation episode, you're probably not going to hear me and Zach for the 18th time. Like, should you start a YouTube channel in 2020? Like, like yeah. there's only so many times we can say that and get the same point across. We did it this year and we've done it the last couple of years. It's probably going to be shift in focus to actually maintaining and helping the people who have like started. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause that's where we're at. That's where we're at at this point. We've done the podcast for three years. Like what a shot, you know, <laughs> for sure. It, it, it's always worth to do all of this stuff and none of this stuff. It really depends on like you, like what do you want out of it? If you are, or if you thought that being famous on YouTube is like going to be a jump start to everything that you want in life, then yeah, you're late. Like you should have started 12 years ago. Like, you know, but you should also just start now. Like, you know, there's, there's always, there's always those opportunities. And even I think 20 years from now, I think YouTube will still be around. I do think you could still make a, make a name for yourself on the platform. Like this past year, there have been more people to get a hundred thousand subscribers to get a million subscribers than there ever has been. Like it's those numbers yep. keep going up. People start at the beginning of the year at zero and they made it really big. So it's, it's all possible. Like you could still do it. You just gotta, you gotta get those, those foundations down. 
Those, I'm a believer that there are more opportunities, not less. And even it, if yeah. it's not, we get to the point where YouTube is not the one providing those opportunities, uh, then the other places we mentioned in content creation most certainly will be. Exactly. Yeah. And if so. you do them all or some of them, like opportunities Welcome are to our, Welcome to our, our Discord. And we can get you a moderator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Invite you, talk about shit for four hours. No, you'd probably exactly. you'd probably feel right at home. Yeah. Probably right at home. But yeah, the foundational stuff's important. As far as new stuff, um, be on the lookout for podcasts. Be on the lookout for Twitch streams. Be on the lookout if you see and hear anything new. We'll probably talk about it as as, as we come around to it. We usually um, do. We usually do. But uh, have fun. Have fun doing it, man. Have fun yeah, doing it. exactly. That's the most important thing right there. Always the easiest cop out. Have fun doing it. Have fun. Good luck. Don't quit. Oh, shit. We said last episode this was going to be a podcast about how to quit YouTube. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Uh, step one, have a have a lot of ambitions. Mm-hmm. Step two, realize you'll never make those ambitions. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Step three, try anyways. Oh. And, and that's where I'm at right now. And then uh, and then step four would be quit YouTube. I'm I'm hyped for that one. I'm really looking yeah. forward to it. You've yeah. been on the roller coaster. You've gone the ups and downs, and now you're like on that final hill. Yeah. Like, oh shit! The, the the ride's about to be over. Yeah. Let's go. That uh that final yeah. hill might take like twelve years for me, but like I'm hyped. Yeah. That thirteenth yeah. year, oh, it's gonna be great, bro. Just hit that delete channel button, <laughs> bro. Now we're talking. The word orgasmic comes to mind. <laughs> cool. Yeah. And with that, everybody, we have reached the end of this episode. And I would like to point Yay. out that even during all that talking, we're only at like an hour and 30 minutes, which is still really good. I'm still right. But the record show, Aiden was right. We're right. Yeah. Got no comments to read either. So, no, nope. <laughs> no. Nope. Go on. If for you two got hours. any comments, hit us up on YouTube, another YouTube podcast. Put it in the comments. We'll read them on the next episode. Or you can hit us up in the email at another yt podcast at gmail.com. We'll, uh, we'll read them on here. Give us topic ideas if you got those. Um, if Give not, a question of the day. you know, a question of the day. My question of the day is <laughs> it's really. When are you quitting YouTube? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Is when that, are you quitting YouTube? That your, that was I had nothing. Joke. No, you, you put me on the spot. So I literally can't think of anything off the top of my head. Um, it's 5 47 a.m that's what happened brain stinky uh no i guess i guess question of the day you know it's new year new me all that kind of stuff like what are you looking forward to this year what's your what's your youtube plans i guess your content creation plans love to hear I'm, i'm always down to hear what people are excited to do Helps me helps me get more excited about what I want to do. So I feed off that energy hardcore. So same. So I'd be listening to other people's YouTube update videos that like I don't watch their channel. Yeah, yeah, I they're love talking those. about things that are coming down the pipeline. I'm like, I, I'm not watching any of this. <laughs> but that sure does sound amazing, bro. Dude, that dude, sounds dope. for real. Yeah, well, I've been Zach. 
And I've been Andy. And thank you for listening to this episode of Another YouTube Podcast. Peace. Bye-bye. Epic. I didn't have anything funny. I thought, I thought about something I didn't have anything.